What's up, everybody? It's breezy again, so I haven't listened to any of these. So I don't know if uh, if it picks up on the audio. If it does, I apologize. Anyway, I heard somebody, specifically it was Sam Harris. If you're not familiar with this man, he's pretty fascinating. Just, you know, uh, a working mind. You know, of the uh, of the best kind. You know, just someone who's doing big, bold things in the spirit of positivity. You know, uh, for example, he has a meditation app that he openly advertises as being available to anybody who can't afford it for free. You know, and what a testament to how things could be, you know? Like, what is fucking wrong with a world that can... Like, what? what's the problem with that? Where the, you just have that business model built around... You know, this is something people need. And if I can sell it to enough people to make it sustainable... You know, to... to to provide the benefit to those who have it. Like, what is wrong with giving it away to anybody who genuinely can't afford it? I think it's only like seven bucks a month. You know, but there's people that would love and would benefit from some deep mindfulness practice. <clears throat> And seven bucks might be too much for him. You know what? And I can guarantee you, because I've been there for a long time, several times, where seven bucks was not an amount of disposable income available. You know? And it's stressful. The world does not take a break at beating on your fucking door if you get behind. It does not tolerate, uh, you know, the, the moments where you need it. Like, for example, banks, you know, uh, make a big chunk of their money from overdraft fees. Like, I forget what the number was, but Google it. It's fucking disgusting. You know, and obviously, people with money in the bank aren't the ones getting hit with these fees. You know, and when you call up, hey, can you reverse the fee? Some of them will throw you a bone once, but then after that, they're like, oh, we already cut you a break. You know, so that the one time, like they build your one freebie in there because most likely if someone has a decent amount of money, their one overdraft is going to be incidental. Okay. So they're still focusing on those people, but I guarantee if the person with a lot of money hit that second incidental, people with a lot of money have the leverage to call up a bank and say, reverse this fee or I'll take my business elsewhere, you know? It's really 
rigged against getting ahead at all. Like, and to have somebody out there who's just like, I'm not going to contribute to that. You know, it's just a meditation app. Like, it's not going to cure the world. It's not going to immediately make your life, you know, significantly better. And it's not going to remove your financial burdens. But mindfulness is incredibly powerful. You know, it's not like he's giving away nothing. You know, these things are good, high quality. There's a ton of shit on there. And I'm pretty sure the same goes for his uh, or blog or podcast or whatever it is. Pretty sure uh, he's got the same policy because he does have a paywall there. Maybe not. I could be wrong about that. But either way, mindfulness changes the game on stress you know it is a it's a viable can do anywhere antidote to some of the shit that comes along with struggle anyway that was all technically a sidebar because what I want to talk about today is a comment that Sam Harris said so He has achieved a level of mindfulness capability, of meditative capability, where he made the statement that he thinks that he would be able to manage his mind if he had been put in solitary confinement. I've been in solitary confinement. You... The first thing you notice is that your mind really becomes disagreeable and impossible to quiet. Well, not impossible, but difficult, you know? And the story he was saying this in the context of was a pattern in the absolute horror that is the American incarceration system, incarceration system in general, fucking just, what a relic of a disgusting era. Anyway, but solitary confinement is a necessity right now. Like there's situations where when they isolate you from the population, the solution in play right now is to put someone in a box 23 hours a day and let them walk around for an hour somewhere. And maybe it's more than that in some places, but the experience is basically 23 hours a day of isolation. That's fucking insane. Like, that is exactly what you would do on purpose if you were trying to make someone snap. If your goal was to break a person's mind in a way that makes them absolutely unable to return to sender, (laughs) that's how you would do it. You don't gotta fuck with them. You don't gotta put any effort into it. You don't gotta flick the lights or say scary shit, nope. You just put someone in a fucking room 
and leave them there long enough, they will split themselves into pieces. Now, I've made some progress in my meditative capabilities. I would consider myself a beginner still. But I have made enough progress to kind of assess the before and after of the progress. One of the first things that I notice, which I am by no means perfect at this, but I've got a lot of points on the board, is that moment where something goes wrong, something upsets me, inconveniences me, uh, I, get, I have a realization that there's like stress or discomfort coming, or I'm under stress and discomfort, yeah, I quickly, uh, you know, start the negative self-talk, the berating, the, just the mean, cruel, like, personal, like, nobody can be crueler to someone than themselves because they know all their secrets, but just that ugly talk, and just the ability to say stop, like, in my head, like, I recognize that energy now. Like, when it, I basically have an alarm set for when the agitation gets too high. That I have an opportunity there, and I act on it often, to say stop. Like, this is not productive. This is not, don't let this thing get momentum. Just Stop think differently, think about something else, something like that, you know? So, I, like, I can only imagine the benefits of years of intensive practice, you know? I'm not consistent with it. I have never done anything with another human being on it. Every bit of it has always been off of some kind of a book or a recording, you know? And, like, there's people who have went to these places that have cultures built around the concept of meditation. So, just, it's kind of like when someone shows you a, like a book on diet or working out, you know, they got the before and after pictures. Like, this is what's possible. Just to acknowledge that such a strength of mind is possible through training that you could make the comment that you could possibly uh, withstand solitary confinement, you know, intact and in control, like, that's a before and after picture of a brain that I would love to see. Like, they, they, the brains couldn't even look the same physically. And they don't, by the way. The neuroscience research shows that the brains of meditators look different. 
So I don't know if I'm heading out to Nepal to do a silent retreat here anytime soon, but you know, I'm going to really try to lean in on this meditation thing. You know, I, uh, I find myself at odds with society right now, you know, just all the, all the ways that America used to be amazing as a result of kind of the Jeet Kune Do philosophy. This is Bruce Lee's martial arts philosophy of basically studying everything, taking what works and using it, discarding what doesn't, and adding what's uniquely your own. You know, that's what the American experiment was. And that's what it still is in a lot of ways. But we're losing it in just so many fucking ways where we think we got it figured out or, or we just are so resistant to change now. You know, the American spirit is built on change. People cross the fucking ocean in rowboats, in sailboats to fucking get here when there was nothing here just so they could do things their own way and we did we used new knowledge and took the best of our cultures and and integrated them you know and to this day like we celebrate diversity in America like no other like, don't overdo the situation mentally we are not failing you know we are still trying but that effort especially with the resist the resistance is where it's getting confusing you know it's always good to have conservatives around a little you know because they keep things from getting reckless they keep things from changing too fast they keep things from going too far you know, and they focus on honoring, you know, what exists, okay? But it's also their fucking fault that taxes are so stupid, that incarceration is so high. It's also their fault that we're still on the imperial system. You know, Liberia and Burma are the only two countries left that other than America that use the imperial system everybody else is on metric like and and it's not for any reason other than I don't know this is the same shit and let me say something that's going to be a little controversial and then I'm going to dip out because it's time to work out but this school board getting fired for telling the truth is a tragedy. Like them saying that everybody wanted their babysitters back, those people ended up having to quit because they just told the damn truth. It's sad. All right, anyway, I love you. I'm out. <laughs>